All right, Chime Time, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Football. 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 What's up, buddy? Not much, Mutt. How are you today, my friend? I'm good. Beautiful day. First of uh, four kids' sporting events out of the way, and now we got three more. So this is going to be... A nice tidy 30 minutes, Sean. For people that are watching live or starting the podcast, you're getting at 30 minutes tops. Maybe if Sean wants to keep going after I leave, he's good to go. Ramble on, solo show. That works we'll for see. me. We'll see. I got 30 minutes, Sean. What's going on, buddy? Uh, not too much, Mutt. I'm ready to make some football picks. I'm feeling good about this week. Uh, coming off a 3-0 week for myself, a 2-1 week for you. Man, we are riding high right now. Yeah, I like my picks so much. I really don't care what order I put them in because they all stink. I'm telling you, these, these are not, this is not, these are not good. These are not good, but you'll, you'll find out. We'll all find out together uh, how bad or good they are. Uh, do you want to start with the Patriots, Shime? Yeah, let's do it. We didn't do the Patriots. We had a podcast yesterday, obviously on Friday. We're doing both here on Saturday. Let me update my uh, form here. I have the, yep, still sitting at two and a half uh, for this game here, Chris Shime. Patriots two and a half point favorites in New York. Um, if it gets to three, uh, I would bet the, it looks like it might get to three, actually. Now I'm looking at it. Minus 115 at two and a half Patriots plus minus 105 for Jets. Uh, if it gets to three, I would bet the Jets at two and a half. I bet the Patriots, not a game excited about betting at all. No, not even a little bit much. Like it's just, it's an ugly, nope. ugly, ugly game. I think if anything, I have a feel on the total. I don't have a really good feel on this spread. Like if you're going to make me take somebody, I would take the Jets uh, at plus two and a half. I don't love it. Uh, I, I just, it's it's a weird, weird spot here. Well, it's it's two similar teams, right? 11th and 12th defensively in DVOA. Uh, offenses that leave a lot to be desired. I'd be, I think the line would be lower, obviously. They wouldn't be getting two and a half points. But if Brees Hall was in and their offensive lineman, whose name I keep forgetting, was Elijah in. Elijah Vera like, Tucker. I'd be playing the Jets pretty confidently, but they, yeah. they missed their one of the best offensive linemen. Their their top offensive weapon is now hurt. Uh, Zach Wilson, for as much crap as we give Mac Jones around here, I'm sorry, as you and Wiggy give Mac Jones around here, um, he Zach Wilson has played it's 17 games now over two seasons, 10 touchdowns, 13 picks. He's been sacked 52 times. Shine. Yeah, he he's not good. Three, three or more times a game. He's not. He's not good. No. So if, if Hall was in. Their offensive line was healthy. Andrew's not going to go for the Patriots. Uh, no Christian Barmore again. Max got uh, numb, numb toesies, according to Mike Jardy <laughs> of the numb NFL toesies. Network. I'd probably bet the Jets, but they're banged up. It's Belichick at Zach Wilson. It's a coin flip. I'll lay the two and a half. It gets the three. I'm betting the Jets. It's that simple. If you're betting the Jets, if you don't buy a half point, you're an idiot. Yep. And I don't even know anything about buying points, but buy the half a point. Unless you want to wait for it gets to three, because right now it looks like it might go to three. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. I think you just you, you spend the money, you buy the point. That gets you, let's see, Jets plus three puts it minus 125. That's yes, worth it. Yes, I'll, yes, lay, yes. I'll lay that juice, no problem, all day, every day for that extra half a point because I think that matters. It really does in a game like this. Like To me, this is like a 23-21. Whoa. Gesundheit. Gotta finish. Oh, you like that? I'm good wow. with the mute button, too. I got it off. Made sure I was going to say, that's a silent sneeze? No, oh, I muted. You? I muted. Wow. Yeah, big that brain. Folks, Big brain, professional. Remember where you were? Remember, remember when uh, you know, Kobe scored eighty, when uh, Michael had sixty-three in the Garden as a, a young kid for the Bulls, and then 
Mute sneeze. Mute sneeze. I'm the best in the business. But that half a point matters. Like, this is a 23-21 kind of finish to me. It's going to be close. I think it's going to be kind of ugly. But I I want the three points. Oh, it's going to be ugly. This is not going to be. The the analogy I made last night is, like, you go to the JV game before the varsity game, Shine. This is 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 going to be a JV offense. If only this Um, was the 930 game. Yes. Uh, Money's coming in on the over. It says, according to the Action Network, this can't be right. Uh, 67% of the bets and 99% of the money is on the over in this game. No, on the under. You're reading oh, sorry. Wrong. On the under, under, under. Gee, gee, gee. Yes. So that, now that makes sense. And Bad that is exactly why makes sense. I would play the over. 33% of the bets and one measly. I am fading the 99% of the public. Give me the over. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, it is just, it's such a public heavy bet there. Yeah. I would probably fade the public. All right, so if it gets a three, I'd be on the Jets, Patriots two and a half, but no no conviction. Do you have any props yep. in this game, Shime? I do not. Not a one. I don't want to touch this game with a thousand foot pole. I want to stay far, far away because in my opinion, there's a chance the Patriots are spinning into a free fall. But then again, there's also the lingering factor that Belichick hates the Jets. He has absolutely dominated Zach Wilson the two times he's faced him. So Lord knows what's going to happen in this game. Belichick now without Brady against the spread lifetime. Shime, you ready? Yep. 39, 38, and 1. Yikes. That's exactly, yeah, yikes. That Well, that's so, why Patriots games have been such a pain in the ass to to, to try and handicap this awful, year. You awful. don't want to bet them because you never know what's going to happen. And that's exactly why. Without Tom Brady, Belichick's 500 against the spread, and it's aggravating as hell. All right, so before we get to our picks, we'll do three picks here today. Shine gets yep. first pick uh, yes, because sir. he won last week. Uh, going into this weekend, underdogs, 43, 61, and 1 straight up which sounds bad until you realize you bet $100 on all those underdog shine, you'd yep. be up $1,400 right now. Yeah, Almost that's 1500 bucks. Uh, dogs against the spread have been awesome. 62, 45, and one. If you're a chalk player, you're getting your butt kicked this NFL season. Road dogs, 36 and 26 against the spread. Dogs of three or more points for shine, which I'm betting, I think, two in them. I have three picks here. I believe so. 44 and 22 ATS. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Stupid, stupid. It's, it's the but it it just shows you the the parity within the league, right? It's literally just Buffalo, Kansas City, all the way up top. Philly is right below them, but not in the same tier because Philly will beat all the bad teams, but probably not compete with those two top teams. And then literally everyone else in the in the category below could win or lose any single game. With that being said, Shime, you get to go first, buddy. Uh, I I like your picks more than my picks this week, if that means anything. So thank you. You start. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, the first pick I'm going to make here, I'm going to take the Dolphins laying three and a half at the Detroit Lions this week. Uh, This number's not enough. I think Detroit is an absolute disaster now. Uh, You saw them, like, light it up the first couple weeks. Since then, since that Patriots blowout that they they received, uh, 29-0, they have just been awful. Uh, They had the bye week which they probably lost that too. Um, and at this, <laughs> at this point, I, I, I actually really believe uh, in the Miami offense. Now I'm not going to go as far as Twitter was uh, saying that Tua is better than Justin Herbert. But what I am going to say is that this Miami offense is legit. Tyree kill and Jalen Waddle are awesome. Raheem Mostert is now the starting running back and he is so fast. He's so good in that offense. Um, I, I love this. I think Tua is now getting healthy again from that concussion. He's going to be a hundred percent now. Um, so I, I love the Dolphins laying three and a half here against the Lions. I like the pick too. Uh, I, I like the over a little bit more. I think they can't make this high enough for me, Shime. Uh, I think really? The over is okay. a great play here. I think that did, I think uh, it's 28 or more points Detroit scored at home. I think in every one of their home games this year, they've the home games have gone over 
at a ridiculous rate. It's a fast track. Like we yep. saw that you, you that see on Thanksgiving. And so they're in that dome, a fast track. What better team to have on the fast track than the guys you just mentioned? And I'll yeah. include like a very athletic tight end and Mike Kosicki also is going to be yep. a problem for Detroit. So I, I think it's a great pick. I like Miami. I like the over. I'll be using a lot of Miami. Scott, so Scotty and New Balance, I'm not using them in our league in DFS this week, but I am using them for sure uh, in tournaments. There you go. Uh, I have three picks. And again, I sent you, I forget what order I sent them to you in. And, and I said this morning to my son, it doesn't matter because they all stink. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I will start with the Dallas Cowboys laying big points against the Bears. Let me start there. It was 10 and a half yesterday when I, we, you and I talked. It went to 10. Where do we stand now? It's currently at 10. So you get them okay. right at 10. I'll take it at 10. Uh, the Action Network had a great stat on teams that play back-to-back road games where the second game shine is on short rest, six, 15 and 26 straight up, uh, 12, wow. 23 and one against the spread. So they're, they, okay. they don't cover after those short weeks on the road. Dak Prescott has been awesome as a, a big-time favorite, seven and two against the spread lifetime when the spread is seven or more points. Is a massive offensive line mismatch uh, for the Cowboys. They should be able to do what they want. On the flip side, they should get massive pressure on the Bears. The Patriots were getting pressure on fields last week, Sean. They just couldn't. You said it on Monday. Like, they just kept breaking out of tackles. Kept making crazy plays. The Cowboys are a light years better defense. They will make the plays the Patriots could not. Uh, Tony Pollard, who is the better running back in, in, in the Cowboys. I don't want to put my hand in the dirt uh, and give the football takes. But he's better than Zeke. We all know that. He's going to play most likely the entire game because Zeke is uh, doubtful in this one. Uh, and I know it's a monster number. Bomber Brad also gave this out on our show on Monday there Night WEI. He wants to lay the points. He's also a Cowboys homer, by the way. Uh, oh. Give me the Cowboys. Lay the 10. I saw that Bears team. They're not very good. Cowboys going to roll on Sunday. Yeah, um, uh, you listed all those underdog stats, and so I'm kind of surprised you're immediately taking a 10-point I know, favorite. yeah, go yeah, this is this is a this is a stay away game for me just because yep. I, I saw what happened Monday night uh, and it seemed like the Bears figured out what they wanted to do on offense. Finally, uh, Justin Fields had 10 designed runs, which was six more than any game high he's had up to this point. <laughs> wow. uh, and so to me, they're like, oh, like maybe we'll just take plays from the Ravens and Eagles and start doing that. And it works. <laughs> and so I'm curious to see if that clicks and continues or it doesn't. Um, and it's a really good test against the Dallas defense, which why for me, uh, this is just a stay away week, unfortunately. Okay. What do you like for number two? Uh, number two, I'm going to do what you didn't do in your first pick. I'm going to take San Francisco. Uh, it is now, uh, only one, one point. One, I'm going to lay the one. one. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm going to take Kyle Shanahan over, uh, Sean McVay all day, every day. He dominates him in the regular season. I want the 49ers. I know their defense kind of got banged, uh, beat up by the chiefs, but give me the 49 <laughs> okay oh yeah i was gonna sneeze again oh uh, give me the 49ers lay the point uh see it what 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 one thing really talked me off this and that was the injuries i i told you i won you sent me your first pick which is miami i said i'm gonna wait and the 49ers got buried armstead's out no devo samuel uh and i saw how bad jimmy g looked i'm sorry i don't care what the numbers said picking the end zone took a safety like there were all the metrics of why this coaching staff wanted a different quarterback Normally, I'd be running to the windows to bet this. This is like an automatic bet for us the last couple of years, both on the uh, Rest in Peace Winners Club podcast and also here on this one. We won early in the year with them. I also think the Rams are getting healthier, Shine. I think you you are biased towards the Rams. You made a good push to not to make the playoffs, so I understand why you're sort of against them this weekend. Van Jefferson back and playing his full load. Uh, Daryl Henderson going to play in this game. They're going to trade Cam Akers. Feel like they're getting healthier. 49ers banged up. 
I don't love it, but that's why I didn't take it. The injuries yeah. and the timing of this game for the Niners. Like you said earlier in the week, I gave out on this podcast, I'm all in on the Rams not to make the playoffs. Yeah. To me, I, I don't care that Daryl Henderson's back. Either. They can't run the football to save their lives anyways because their offensive line stinks. Van Jefferson's also not going to matter to me. Their only offense is Cooper Cup because, again, Matt Stafford can only find Cooper Cup. He only has time to find Cooper Cup, and that's it. And, and that's kind of where I'm at. So I'm going to take San Francisco. He also finds Tyler Higby an annoying amount Fair. of time. Instead of, you know, there's this guy, Allen Robinson, Shine. Ever heard of Allen Robinson? That's I have. Funny. Unfortunately, I believe he disappeared out in L.A. Uh, he certainly has. Uh, I said the dogs have ruled. I took a big favorite early. Uh, I'm going to go a couple dogs here. I guess it doesn't matter. I just want to pull the updated lineup. Uh, if I can find it, the first one I find, we'll go with that one. Give me the Panthers. Do I get four or three and a half here? You Shane? get four. It's plus four right now. Panthers plus four at Atlanta. We played hard with Cincinnati against Atlanta last week. This is a fraudulent team. I'm not buying in for a second. Specifically, they've done it with their running game, which I think will be tough to do against Carolina, who is 13th DVOA against the run. Uh, and they're going to want to pass the ball. I think they're going to have to pass the ball to win. You can beat Carolina in the air. Tom Brady couldn't last week, but you can theoretically. And then you go look up the, the passing leaders, Shime. And you got to keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. There are a couple of guys who are hurt that have more pass attempts than Marcus Mariota does. Oh, yeah. Joe Flacco and Baker Mayfield. Both are throwing the ball more than Mariota has. They are scared to death, Arthur Smith is, to throw the ball. This is for first place, baby, in the NFC South. You don't think P.J. Walker's ready to play? You don't know the interim coach is ready to play? Deonta Foreman? Formerly Derrick Henry's handcuff with the Titans. He's the starting running back in a DFS viable play this weekend. I want the Carolina Panthers plus the points. Atlanta's offense not very good in the air. And big time banged up shine. Not only is Hayward out, but now Terrell is out there. Two starting defensive backs are down. You saw what Joe Burrow did. Sneaky P.J. Walker, D.J. Moore day. Carolina plus outright win. First place in the NFC South. I, I I hate to be this guy, but I am uh, I am on the opposite side of both of your first picks. I just I, I'm staying away from That's the good. first one, and I am, last week. I would very much win. yeah I would be, very much be on Atlanta here. I the Panthers the, they they are awful. They are god awful. Bomber. Uh, I, by the way, the only favorite Bomber Brad took this week was the Falcons laying the points. So I'm, I'm Bomber with Brad are on the same page. The it is what it is, my friend. Sometimes that's they do be like that. Uh, okay, pick number three for you. So my final pick, it took me a little bit. I didn't love the rest of the board outside of my Ooh. first two picks. It wasn't right. it wasn't my favorite board of the week. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go strategy-wise. I'm going under 40 and a half in uh, Tennessee-Houston. And there's uh, a simple reason for that. Like it's, it's basically going to be Derrick Henry day, right? There's a chance Ryan Tannehill doesn't play in this game, which means Malik Willis would start. If Malik Willis starts, they're not throwing the football. Yeah. And Derrick Henry is going to run. If Derrick Henry runs, they'll score, but that means that the clock will just tick away. It'll literally just bleed the entire yep. game. If they can't run with Derrick Henry, then Tennessee physically can't score. So both outcomes to me indicate an under, uh, regardless really of what Houston does. And Tennessee's defense has been pretty good, even though they've been a little banged up. Uh, so I just I, I'm all over the under here of 40 and a half. The NFL, the, the sports books have been begging you to take these uh, under 40s, and they're forcing you to do it but I, i'm comfortable doing it right now i just don't think these two teams are going to score yeah i was looking it up and you're right i mean i think houston's defense is terrible so initially i i thought well i'd probably if i leaned anywhere it'd be the over uh but the willis thing is huge like he'll be super active on the ground he's electric as a runner so it'd be fun to watch it might affect derrick henry's total 
So if you're thinking about loading in Henry and DFS, I would wait. Like I, I would I not be as excited to play him with Malik Willis because he's destined to run for a bunch of yards in this game. But to your point, long-winded way of saying, Shime is right about this. The way Tennessee wins, no matter who plays quarterback, is running the football. Yep. And he has had, Derrick Henry has had ridiculous games against the Houston Texans. Go check his game log against the Texans. He's dominated them. I think it, and forget just, yards plus. Forget just Derrick Henry. The Texans have been garbage against the run i mean they let up like what 160 last week to to josh jacobs uh it was 60 and two touchdowns to eckler 157 to like khalil herbert they have been horrid against the run this year uh awful by the way 25th against the run but 27 against the pass they've been worse against the pass houston which is remarkable it's unbelievable but i think you're right if they're they're gonna win on the ground with tennessee wins Houston could score, you know, 13, 14 points in this game. Not surprising. I like this play. So you hate my two plays. Uh, I like at least two of your three plays. I got one more here, correct? Yep. Uh, One more ugly pick. What are my commanders getting this morning, Sean? Uh, The commanders are getting three points at the moment. At one point, it was three and a half, but I will take the commanders plus three at the Colts. This is not a bet on Washington. I, I I don't want to bet Washington. I want to bet against Indy, Shine. Yep. This Sam Ellinger thing. I, this is one. This is the one pick you make that I, I actually really like. Oh, th- thanks, Dad. I'm like a You're kid. Welcome. Oh, Dad approves of this pick. Yes, yes, um, I do. I, Sam Ellinger. So, I, two different podcasts I listen to. Uh, Chris Rayborn does picks for uh, the Action Network, and then Evan Silva established the run. Yep. They both said the same thing on different podcasts. So I'm assuming it's gotten around the NFL. Maybe you heard this in the Ringer podcast you listen to. Apparently, in Indy. The decision to go to Ellinger was from the ownership. Yes, and Jim Ursay. So Ursay made the call, and there was a, an idea that Frank Reich didn't want to do this. So how excited is Frank Reich going to be to go from a veteran he probably respects in Matt Ryan to Sam Ellinger, who's done little to nothing in the NFL except in preseason games run for a bunch of yards? Uh, that offensive line is giving up pressure. Washington, one of the best pressure teams up front. This is really a bet against Ellinger. And betting against the Colts, their offense has been awful. Now I'm supposed to expect that they're going to step in. Like they're 32nd in the league uh, in in total offense this year. Yeah, they're 32nd uh, again on the run, 30th in the pass. Like that's going to get better with Sam Ellinger. No, I I want to fade Ellinger is the big take here, and I like the idea of the really good defensive front for Washington against the Colts up front. Give me the Commanders plus three against Sam Ellinger and the Colts tomorrow. Yeah, I'm with you. This is a bet against Ellinger. And the, the to be fair, Washington was good last week against Green Bay. Like Taylor Heineke was scrambling around but making Green Bay good, downs. Like, That's the thing. No, Green but, Bay might not be good. But even still, like I, I also don't think Indy's good. But like Washington was good enough to at least beat Aaron Rodgers, even if Green Bay isn't very good. And they looked Washington looked good in that game. Yeah. Um, it was I, I think a a bigger deficit than the scoreboard would indicate. Uh, when it, between those two teams. So I, I, I'm into this pick. I like it. In addition to getting pressure, the uh, commanders are, let me look here, fourth, fourth DVOA against the run. They've stopped the run. They made Rodgers try to throw last week, like Shime said. So uh, on a couple of dogs and a 10-point favorite, like I said, I do not like my picks this week. Going to hold the nose and make these picks, Shime. But uh, the podcast, again, the goal is 6-0. and Not me 3-0, and you 0-3, 6-0 as a podcast. Uh, I have two... Five like my gold star props that I want to give out, and then we can talk through some other ones. But I'll let you go first. I'm sure you have more than two. 
Uh, I do. Uh, so the first one, I'm going to go right to the game I didn't pick because I couldn't do it. Uh, that'd be the Giants-Seahawks game. As we talk Ooh. about, uh, the Ringer uh, Fantasy Football Show gave us the phrase that the, the Seahawks are the Mario Kart super strip. Uh, they just give every team they face a speed boost. Uh, but I also think that the Seahawks offense has been really good this year um so what i actually want to do here is i'm going to go with uh wandale robinson over four and a half receptions um I, the yard scares me because he just gets a lot of short yard targets and then sure. it's all up to him to make up the yak so i feel far more confident in the receptions number than i do necessarily the yards number which is currently 43 and a half uh, and i'm getting the receptions at even money so i like wandale over four and a half receptions in this game he seemed to be the focal point early last week he got a little banged up but he's good to go this week uh so i i really like wandale's uh reception total uh in this game and then i also I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let, I'm going to bet the big number. I'm going to go over 87 and a half on Saquon Barkley rushing yards. I just, wow. It's a big, big number, but Saquon has been awesome. They get the ball to him a ton yeah. uh, and Seattle bad against the run. So I, I'm going to go with Saquon over 87 and a half rushing yards. All right. Real quick on the Seattle one, Shime. I'm sure yep. you, you've seen that. It's like the one game this weekend where weather might be an issue. Uh, there's like a 60% chance of rain and some light wind throughout the course of the entire game. If we woke up tomorrow and it was significant rain, would you still want to be in on Wandell's passing props? Because people may be looking at the weather and wondering, well, if it's wet out and not great to throw in, would Shime still want to make that bet? Yeah, so I, I do because I think right. Wandale is the one wide receiver Danny Jones actually likes throwing to because he's constantly open and in short yardage. It's not attacking downfield, so it's basically just an extension of the run game. So I would still, I, I would actually, I would actually hesitate more on the Saquon rushing yards in in a rainy game than I would on uh, the Wandale receptions. As weird as that may sound. All right, I will start in that Carolina game that I'm on the Panthers. Uh, I want DJ Moore's over of I believe 59 and a half receiving yards at minus 115, available on DK. Uh, we saw chemistry right away last week with this kind of new look Carolina offense. Uh, the guy is supremely talented. We're just going to get the ball up to him. He's going to make plays. And against Atlanta for a second straight week, Burrow against them last week, and now the Carolina Panthers, they get a depleted Atlanta secondary. No AJ Terrell. Uh, their second, I think Hayward is their second cornerback. He's out for the year as well. Atlanta already shine was dead last against the pass DVOA. Uh, I want to take DJ Moore's over 59 and a half receiving yards as one of my two big props for week number eight. Yeah, I think that makes sense. DJ Moore finally had a good week last week. Uh, PJ Moore's or PJ Walker's clearly going to throw him the football. Uh, and against a bad Atlanta secondary without AJ Terrell, I, I don't hate the play, especially because you like Carolina in the game. So I think that's the right way to go. I just want to double check here. Uh, Atlanta's given up the third most receiving yards to wide receivers this year. 113 catches for almost 1,500 yards. 11 touchdowns. Most touchdowns allowed at fantasy holding receivers in fantasy football is the Atlanta Falcons. So yep. maybe it's a DJ Moore end time score as well, but I'll, I'll go with the over receiving yards for sure. Uh, I'm going to go right to the primetime game on Sunday night. That'd be Green Bay and Buffalo. Uh, I, I want the Josh Allen over on pass yards. It's 276 and a half. Give it to me. Give it to me all freaking day. Yeah, I got to make Buffalo, that 300. That's too low. A hundred percent. He is. He has only missed this number once all season. And it was in that Baltimore rainy defensive kind of game where he only threw for 213. 276. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm a hundred percent positive at minus 115. 
Look at add that. It, listen, add it listen. to my card. I'm putting listen, it on my card. Listen, listen to the rest of these numbers. 329, 424, 400, 317, 297. He yep. clears this number by 20 yards every single time. Just because it's a primetime game doesn't mean it's going to go under, at least for the Buffalo team total. I love Buffalo in this game. Give me the Allen pass yards. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah, I'm dying to see how Rodgers plays against this Buffalo defense. We've seen Brady now struggle. Uh, but you and I both thought that Brady had the best chance of bouncing back. We'll see after uh, the personal stuff and, and how poorly the offense played as a whole uh, in that game. But I, I think Rodgers is in major trouble. No Alan Lazard in that game. Like, here's where you are here's where you don't fall. Here's where you don't get to 276, excuse me. Is it Buffalo's up huge? Like, what was the primetime game? Was it Tennessee? Where they benched their whole offense the entire fourth quarter, they beat them so bad. Yeah, Buffalo was up forty-two to seven. They were kicking their ass so bad. But I mean, even in that game, Josh Allen still threw for over two hundred seventy-six yards. Like it's even if they blow out Green Bay to smithereens, he's still going to hit that number in that game that you talked about, Tom Brady versus Green Bay. It was yeah. an ugly fourteen to twelve game. Tom Brady still threw for two hundred seventy-one yards. Josh Allen is better than Tom Brady right now. I want the Josh Allen yards, no question. All right, I'm going to go to the game that you picked that I normally pick. That's the 49ers taking on the Rams. Uh, no Debo Samuel opens up some major targets in this offense, uh, but I'm not going to focus on George Kittle, whose yardage total right now is 52 and a half yards on DK. No, 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 no. Christian McCaffrey. We saw even in a short in a short period of time, Shine. He was he was like the guy doing all the 49ers stuff in motion, yep. out of the backfield, draw plays, like even without Debo Samuel. The offense is going to be tricky to, to cover for that Rams defense. And with the Debo Samuel out, you're getting more targets for CMC. Week two, it's like these shows. Like the first episode of some of these shows is good. And then, bam, they punch you in the face with episode two. I love the over 35 and a half receiving yards. Okay. Christian McCaffrey against the Rams. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I'm uh, – I- I wish I had done uh, my research on that because that may just be added to my <laughs> card now too. So, thank you. You did it for me. Once in a while, we find what does that's like six or seven targets, and then additionally, three or four carries. That's ten touches that are up for grabs now. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think CMC gets a ton of action this week. Uh, you go next. Go ahead. Uh, so the next game I'm going to go to is a game I picked. I'm going to go to that Dolphins Lions game. This Lions defense stinks. The Tyreek Hill number is too high, but I do love the Jalen Waddle number. Give me over 67 and a half receiving yards for Jalen Waddle in this game. Uh, I'm going to play that all freaking day. The, the Lions secondary has been bad. Okuda was good like awful. the first three weeks. And since then he has been awful, just like the rest of that defense. Uh, the Tyreek Hill number was like 89 and a half. It was, and it was minus 130. Too much for me. Give me the water. Give me a uh, waddle over 67 and a half receiving yards. Uh, a couple more that I like those, those first two are my favorites, but some other plays that uh, I'm looking at now. I can't, I, the, the first two I've already played these. I've not played yet, but I'm certainly they're on my list to go play at some point today or tomorrow morning. I want to go back to Jalen hurts rush attempts. Shime, I'm not sure Ooh, okay. why they don't, they're not putting it at 10. It's nine and a half again on DK. Last time I checked at minus minus one thirty-five. he's going to rush for 10, 11 times. He just wakes up and that's what they do. Even yeah. if they are destroying Pittsburgh, he will still scramble in this game. There's blowout potential, so a little bit of risk there, but um, he's done this over and over again. Over nine and a half uh, rush attempts for Jalen Hurts on DK minus 135. 
Yeah, I think that's the right play. I mean, it, he just hurts runs all the time. And the, the fact that that hasn't gotten up to 10 plus uh, is kind of baffling to me. Uh, I'm going to go to one of the games you picked. Uh, I may not have loved your pick, but I do like a player in that game. You already mentioned it, Tony Pollard. Give me oh, Pollard's yeah. over on no. rush yard, 77 and a half. Uh, I think this could be a big Pollard game. The Patriots weren't able to take advantage of that Chicago run defense at all because they basically weren't playing from ahead very much at any point in that game. Uh, I, I think Dallas will have that opportunity. Uh, so I actually really like Tony Pollard over, over 77 and a half rushing yards in this game. Yeah. Don't be surprised if you're playing DraftKings tomorrow, he is going to be, I mean, 35% owned. Yeah. 40% owned, especially in cash teams and tournaments. We'll, we'll see how owned he is, but um, I mean, th- we've thought for a long time, the fantasy football community, at least, he's a better running back than Zeke and he gets a full game tomorrow. Gets a bad defense shot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I think Tony Pollard's going to have a chance to shine here. And I think he'll, he'll do that. The one other one that I want people to keep an eye on that we can't really get access to now, as far as I can tell is that game that Shime talked about the giants and Seahawks. And I probably should have jumped in then, but I, I was scrolling to see if they'd updated at this point. So you got a couple significant injuries right now, at least on paper for the Seahawks, uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, both of questionable. The feeling is that Metcalf won't play yep. and that Lockett will. Um, but that that if that happens, we saw last week, Marquise Goodwin, the, the, the sprinter, the former sprinter, former Buffalo Bill, he's the second wideout. Um, and I'm with you. I think the short passes may be in play in that weather there in that Seattle Giants game. And so I know at one point DK had posted uh, a total for him, and I have it here. It's gone now. It's off yep. the board. Uh, but it was two and a half receptions. When they last posted it or when it was posted at some point, took a lot of money, but I want the over either two and a half, three or three and a half receptions on Goodwin for the Seahawks. That's if DK Metcalf is out Metcalf out. I want the Goodwin stuff on the outside. seems like Geno Smith likes him. I think I read a theory that they were together. Like they were like, did a lot of work together in training camp and in the summer because it was the backup and, and Goodwin wasn't a starter. So there's a chemistry there. He plays. I want the overs on Goodwin Seahawks if Metcalf is out. Well, you saw Metcalf come out of that game, and Goodwin in the last game had five targets, four catches, 67 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. Like Geno's, Geno's targeting him in the red zone. He's going to target him whenever he can. So I like that play as well. If that, if and what I like to do is when I keep losing money on Will Disley props, I might as well transition to a no-name wideout on the Seahawks. I love that. That's smart. Good how, job can that, you. how can it go wrong? How can it go wrong? <laughs> Uh, and that's all I got. I got five props this week. Five. I really like I'm done. That's what I got. Uh, that's the, I had the two that I really like and the two that I want to talk to you about anything else you're thinking about anything that's factored into any of your week eight thoughts tomorrow, Sean. Uh, yeah, so I, I th- I've also thought about playing the over in that Giants-Seahawks game, but I want to wait to see exactly what the weather's like. Uh, it's only 44 and a half for a Seahawks game that's really low. Um, so I- I'm going to wait. Bad. It's two bad defenses. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna wait and see what the uh, what what the weather's like, and if it's decent enough, I might bet I might be playing the over in that Giant Seahawks game. I just couldn't take it as one of my picks because again, too many questions. All right, I think that's pretty much it. Um, hey, we'll we'll see how the, the what is your analysis of uh, frozen toes for Mac Jones? Uh, it, it, to me, that indicates an underlying issue uh, that what has not been resolved. Uh, and in some way, shape, or form, Mac is more injured than they are telling us and that he is telling us. Uh, and uh, I I hope he's going to be uh, okay, but I have a feeling that Sunday could go very poorly. Yeah, Jet defense is very good. And I, I it's it's a really interesting game. It's not You started the show by saying you wouldn't bet this game with a 1,000-foot pole. I'm with you. 
but it's wildly interesting to see what the offense looked like, what does Mac look like, and then on top of that, do we get the quick hook again where Mac gets yanked out of the game? That is in play again on Sunday. Yeah, Belichick hasn't committed to him being their starting quarterback. He just said, yeah, he's starting on Sunday. Uh, and that's it. That's as far as he goes, um, which is really interesting. And I, I would, if I could bet this, I would. Uh, if the Patriots lose on Sunday, I would fully expect an absolute fire sale of uh, assets uh, before the trade deadline, whether it's Jacoby Myers or Nelson Aguilar, or Kendrick Bourne, or any anybody Isaiah on the line, Damian Harris, Isaiah Wynn, all these guys with only like a year left on their contract could all be gone the middle of next week. Wow. I, I don't disagree. What is it? Uh, Tuesday is a trade deadline, right? November Correct. 1st? November 1st. Even if they even if they do win, trade Nelson Aguilar. He's doing nothing. You want Tyquan Thornton to play, you're not playing him anyway. Trade yep. Isaiah Wynn. He stinks. So I, I, I'm with you. If they do lose... Oh, if they lose, we talked about this on the podcast this week, their playoff percentage goes to like 12%. And that Ravens loss hurt them because the Ravens won a big AFC game. That, that helps, or a big NFC game against an opponent that they were supposed to lose against. Yeah, it's on the road. It's, it's going to be it's gonna be a tough day if they lose that game. All right, I'm headed off to soccer game number two of the day, Chris Shine, 30 minutes exactly. Uh, I appreciate you doing this uh, quickly and making time for us and our family uh, on this Saturday. If you are listening to the podcast and have not yet subscribed, it's very simple. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Odyssey app. Subscribe, rate, and review. You can watch it occasionally here on the Shime Time Twitch channel, which also features video games. Anything else you do sure, on this channel? Right. Shine people uh, are watching no, right now? Uh, we do the podcast, and I play video games, and that's generally just about it. You should do one, a thing where like, you, if you have a big bet on a game, you put it on live while you're watching the game and interact with people. Like a little uh, Shime Game Watch. I would love to. I'm not allowed to like play the game like on my stream, though. So uh, people would have to be watching the game on their own and then just watching my reaction. They could be doing but you'd be worth it like for a big True. bet. Sure. I could see that. Uh, what? So we're back on Monday morning. Recap all the weekend. We'll have Monday night football and any, any, no NHL today. Correct? No, no correct. Bruins no Bruins today. So uh, I got no NHL pick for today. Busy week coming up. We'll have all things Patriots and Colts. We got Big Breeders Cup weekend next week at Mohegan Suns. Looking forward to all of that. Uh, Sean, get out there, enjoy a beautiful uh, Saturday. I'll see you on the soccer fields, and uh, may all your bets uh, get home, my friend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Let's do it, boys. Thank you, Matt. I'll see you. Woo.